Hi everyone, it's Jason and welcome to the JC Weather Podcast. It's Wednesday, December 30th at about 9.20 p.m. And we have another holiday weekend coming up and another storm or maybe even a couple of storms. So this is going to play out a little differently than we thought it would a few days ago and quite differently than the event that we had back on Christmas. So we'll start with a cold front crossing the region from the west during the morning tomorrow. And New Year's Eve night is going to wind up being dry behind this cold front with light winds and temperatures in the upper 30s. Originally, New Year's Eve night was supposed to have a warm front blasting through with heavy rain and temperatures in the low 50s. But that is not to be. This storm is tracking significantly farther to the west than the last one did, and high pressure is also holding its ground for a longer period of time. But by Friday, that high is going to retreat into the plains, and we're going to watch a short wave track towards our area. So we're going to wind up getting low pressure moving up the Ohio Valley, and overrunning rains will develop late. Temperatures of the coast are going to wind up being warm enough to have plain rain due to a southerly flow that's going to develop, but there will be some freezing rain inland of the coast, and there'll be a shot of heavy rain with this system Friday night. High pressure will briefly move to our north on Saturday and make for a dry day. It'll also be mild, as we'll have a westerly flow, and cold advection will lag behind the storm. We'll watch another shortwave around the base of the trough on Sunday, and that may develop a wave along that cold front offshore. It's unclear exactly how that storm is going to affect us. Models are varying greatly in the strength and track of the low. So for your New Year's Eve, it'll be cloudy and breezy with an 80% chance of rain in the morning. We'll see highs in the mid-40s and lows around 30. Remember, time the ball goes down, we will have cleared out and we'll probably be in the upper 30s. For New Year's Day, it'll be partly cloudy in the morning, but then we'll cloud up in the afternoon with a 50% chance of showers. We'll see highs in the low 40s and lows in the upper 30s. Saturday will start out with a 50% chance of showers, but then we'll clear out and it'll actually be warm. We will see highs in the mid-50s before lows drop back into the upper 30s. And Sunday will be partly cloudy to start, but then we'll cloud up in the afternoon with a 40% chance of showers and highs in the mid-40s. Lows will be dropping back into the mid-30s, and this is when things get interesting with this coastal storm and the path of it. It's definitely been trending closer to the region. The European model in particular has it nicely tucked into the coast, so precipitation is almost a sure bet at this point. Right now, it looks like with the track of the low, this should just be a rain event, We also don't really have a strong cold air source. We would have to have a lot of dynamic cooling. And this system doesn't look like it's going to intensify enough to do that. So it should just be a rain event for Sunday night into Monday. 
So I mentioned how the track of the storm is critical to what type of precipitation we receive. This is especially true in the Northeast United States. So generally for an area to receive a snowstorm, the center of the low must pass to the south or southeast of the area. And it's especially true for us. If we see a storm's center track far offshore, maybe a few hundred miles, most of the precipitation is going to remain over the ocean. Storm following that track would probably just bring us some breezy conditions, a few clouds, and a shot of colder temperatures. A storm taking a track inland across Pennsylvania and western New York, like we saw on Christmas, would result in a moderate to heavy rain event and strong winds out of the southeast bringing in warmer air from the ocean. So a track right along the coast is what a lot of meteorologists dread. makes it very difficult to forecast precipitation type. We usually wind up with some sort of a boundary between rain and snow lingering right along the coastline, and that makes snowfall totals very uncertain. For a nor'easter to produce a full-blown snowstorm for the cities of the I-90 corridor, it has to pass over what we call the benchmark, at least most of the time. That's 40 degrees north latitude and 70 degrees west longitude, means it goes about 100 miles southeast of Montauk. Storms taking this track keep the major cities of the I-95 corridor entirely in the cold sector of the storm and bring the storm close enough so that the coastal plain is in the heaviest of the precipitation. So this information shows us that the colder air is usually on the left side of the storm, while warmer air is on the right. I'm Jason, and thank you for listening. This has been a great first year of the JC Meteorological Services podcast. I'm looking forward to see what we can do with this in 2021. You can find out more by going to jcmeteorologicalservices.com or visiting us on Facebook at JC Weather NYC in Long Island.